Hey guys, thank you for tuning into the very special episode of the Department of Offense. Uh, we recorded live at the Divine Homebrew Competition this year, and what you're going to hear after this is a pieced together recording of that. We recorded live for like seven hours or something, and played a lot of music and stuff in between. So I took out most of the important bits and I put them into a semi-coherent file. So you're going to get the announcements and a couple of interviews. It was a lot of fun. There's just a few people I'd like to thank. Um, first is Legion Post 121 uh, in River Falls, Wisconsin, for hosting the event, for giving us the space to do that. Uh, American Sky for putting up an awesome People's Choice Prize and providing the judging all day. That was fantastic of them. And, of course, Divine Liquors for putting on the event itself. So, yeah, make sure you go get all your booze at Divine. In fact, go buy some American Sky beer at Divine. That would be fantastic. All right, uh, and just a little bit about us. We're a podcast uh, studio network thing in in the River Falls area. Uh, you can find us at blindninjastudios.com. That's blindninjastudios, just as it sounds, .com. You can also find us on Facebook, um, on Twitter, at blind underscore ninja. And we're also on Tumblr now, uh, just at Blind Ninja Studios. So if you enjoy this, please go check out our other shows. Uh, we have the Department of Offense, which is a talk show, Soundwave, where we discuss music, and something a little bit more nerdier, uh, Tabletop Theater, where we play some uh, tabletop role-playing games. It's a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy this. How's everyone doing today? Anybody listening? Listening. Yay! People are listening. Hey, guys, uh, we're going to get things kicked off soonish here. Couple minutes, couple minutes. Well, you told me to go now. Yeah, we're going now. So or, oh, we're going now, so in a couple minutes we can start. Yes. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right, uh, the first thing I'd like to do is give a huge thanks to uh, Legion Post uh, 121 for letting us be here, because that's fantastic. And American Sky for helping us out. So, yeah, big round of applause for those guys. All right, so what's going to happen today is we're going to be tasting the different homebrews throughout the day. Remember which ones you like and vote on them, because at the end of the day, we're going to tally up the votes, and whoever has the most wins the awesome trophy over here. Yay, trophy! Yay, trophy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Trophy needs more applause. Yeah. All right, uh, the, uh, and we're also going to announce the winners of the official judging throughout the day. I think the first one is... Uh, at, at, yeah, it, yeah, we're going to do that at 1.30. American Pale Ales and IPAs at about 1.30-ish. 1.30-ish. Right? Um, is there anything else I missed? Go for it. Uh, we're going to say thank you to John and Kristen from Divine Liquors for hosting this amazing event. We are also going to thank Casey and company. I can never... Name is Carlos. Carlos. All right, Carlos, soundboard guy. And then uh, Casey is actually the returning champ from last year. He won the People's Choice Award. So, yay, applause to that. Nope. Nope, not a chance. <laughs> All right, and then uh, thanks to, again, American Sky, because they also provided the official judges uh, who are named here. Uh, 
Chris Olson from River Falls, Chuck Westell from New Richmond, and his own Greg Harris from Hudson. They were our they were our official judges, uh, so that everyone can have feedback on their homebrew. So that's actually really really cool. Then uh, juniors, uh, we will be thanking them because they are going to be part of the grand prize, which I will explain later. Okay, so how this is going to work is on my left, on your right, you'll see the circle of tables. We'll be setting out some of the beers. It will be buffet style, more or less. Uh, please be light in your sample taking, no more than uh, two ounces, please, so that everyone has a chance to try the beers. Um, if you take a look, there is a piece of paper on the table over there uh, that tells you what each letter stands for. It's uh, the different categories that we have today. And it works best if you go alphabetically. It's kind. It's uh, best for your palate to work your way from the lighter end to the darker end. So please take note of that. And then, uh, as Casey said before, take note of which ones you like the best as we will be rating everything as we go along. Thank you. I don't really have anything else to add to that. Uh, we will be doing uh, some interviews with the winners and some other people as the day goes on, so listen for that. If you have people who couldn't make it today, we are uh, broadcasting this live on the internet. Uh, if you want a link or something, it's, uh, it's on the Divine Home or uh, Facebook page, or you can ask us for the link and we'll give it to you. So, All right. I think that's about it. Come on, Carlos. Hey, everybody. Can I get everyone's attention real quick? See a lot of new people just came in. We announced earlier kind of how this is going, but just so everyone knows, uh, we have, today is the second annual Divine Liquors Homebrew Competition. We're getting uh, great support and sponsorship from American Sky Brewery in Hudson. Uh, the winner of today's, the uh, People's Choice Award, uh, will get to go to American Sky and brew their batch there with their brewer. We'll bring that keg down to Junior's Restaurant where they will serve it. And all of today's proceeds and the proceeds from that keg will go to uh, Post 121 here, which, thank for them, we have a place to do this today. Uh, the way this will work is everybody who came in got a ballot. That ballot will be what you write down your choice for the day. Uh, after you taste all of the homebrew today, there'll be one, two, and three, first, second, and third that you put on your ballot. We will tally all those up, and that's how we'll pick the People's Choice Award. And so you guys will get to pick that today. Uh, yep, that's open to all categories. You don't have to confine your uh, favorite of any one category. It's kind of an open freestyle for that, that category. These, keg, uh, these uh, coolers up here with the Divine Liquors uh, stickers on them and this white cooler back here are beers that you can just reach in and grab as many beers as you like. There's some kegs back here with some uh, People's Choice homebrew in there. And then the uh, tall black can in the back is an American Sky keg of uh, Amber Salute. They were nice enough to bring for us. Uh, you can drink that. Any, any cooler that doesn't have the Divine Liquors is someone's personal cooler. So, so heads up. And then explain the label. Yeah. This is what they need to write on their own. Yeah, so the beers you'll find in these coolers up here, this is the People's Choice coolers. You'll see like F8 on this beer bottle right here. That's how they're identified. It keeps it anonymous. So if you like F8, there's little, uh, there's fancy little uh, fringes on these. <laughs> These balloon weights, there's little pieces of paper for scratch paper if you'd like to keep notes for which one you're liking as you're drinking. And so you can kind of uh, decipher which one you like. Then you'll write F8 in the category one for your favorite, two, and three. And then also the categories are on the table. 
Yeah, and if it helps you and you're interested, on each one of these tables is a sheet of all the categories that uh, we started with. So they'll, all these beers will fit into one of those categories. But really, you just have to like it. Oh, yeah. And here's the ballot entry box that will be kept up here by the uh, Blind Ninja studio table, who's also doing all of our emceeing today for us. So thanks to you guys as well. Is there anything else? Oh, and here's today's trophy. The winner will also get this uh, Divine Liquors Homebrew Competition second annual trophy that you can brag to all your friends. Make it into a hat, do whatever you need to do. Put it down here. Yeah, and just so you guys know, here's your competition from last year. He won last year the homebrew uh, People's Choice, so there's your, yeah, there's your enemy. Enemy number one. Yeah. Is there anything else uh, you can think of? Oh, yeah. If there's anyone needs to use the restrooms, you can go inside the Legion here. That's open. If there's any questions, you can find one of us wearing a divine shirt. There's trashes in these uh, barrels over here. You can throw your empty bottles in and uh, drink up. All right, uh, we're just about ready to announce the winner for the first category, which is Pale Ales and IPAs. have the winner here. Do we have a Ryan Babbler here? Ryan Babbler? Oh, Ryan Babbler. I, I, do, is he here? I'm Ryan Babbler. All right, well, Ryan Babbler won, but... Yay! Woo! Round of applause. Um, I don't have the number. Hang on, let's see if I have it. It was A1, I believe. A1. It was steak sauce, guys. Just steak sauce. <laughs> uh, yeah, he won a $25 gift certificate to uh, Divine Liquors. Yay! Homebrew supplies are sold there. They are. They are. All right, cool. Um, the next category will be in about another half hour, and we'll announce that. Half hour to an hour, so. All right. How are we doing? All right. Ha-ha. Thank you. Ha-ha. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. It looks like we still have yet a few more faces, just to let people know. Uh, all the homebrew that we are looking to taste today is over here. You have a slip with you if you just fill that out with the top three choices. This is not limited to any one category, or and you are not trying to get all of them done. We are going to be collecting all of the votes by 5 p.m. tonight. So please make sure you uh, you take diligent notes. We'll still be announcing winners throughout the day. And I was also just going to make a quick note to everybody who had entered in uh, within the last week or so that we still have Greg from American Sky. He is uh, being very, very generous with his time and his palate. Uh, he is still going to give you an official review on your beer. So please, please feel free to stop by af anytime after the event talk to me and I will be able to show you what his findings are on your beer. Thank you very much. Please continue to enjoy. Alright, uh, we're going to announce the Category B winner now. Category B winner, which is Light Ales and Amber Ales, I believe, right? Alright, cool. I'm right. Alright, the winner is Jay Jensen. Do we have a Jay Jensen here? That's two no-shows. Yay! Are you Jay? What? Jay? All right. Are you really Jay or are you not Jay? <laughs> You're really Jay? All right, Jay, you win a $25 uh, gift certificate to Divine Liquors. They sell homebrew supplies, guys, so go buy some homebrew stuff and brew another beer. Uh, so we're going to interview Jay a little bit about the beer that, you know, he won with, because that's impressive, right? So 
If, if you have any questions, uh, Miles, if you just want to set that mic out. If you have any questions for him, uh, cut free, feel free to come up to the mic and ask him. Just yeah, just just set it out a little bit so people aren't like right up against the post. All right, so what kind of beer did you brew? It was a cream ale. A cream ale, okay. Uh, what kind of ingredients and stuff were in that? It was. It wasn't that much of a secret. It's uh, basically it's a uh, a pilsner extract, and then it was a partial mash. So I did okay. some two roll and some corn. Flaked corn, okay, and some flaked barley. All right. Did you do any? Did you add any sugar at all to it, or did no. you just use the flaked corn? Just some barley? honey. Okay, honey. About two pounds of honey. Also, uh, what kind of honey? Or just just regular, just stuff from the grocery store? Just just regular honey. <laughs> it's just bee honey. And it's it's just two ounces of cluster hops. Okay. So. Uh, what, how long was your fermentation for? Did you do a primary and a secondary, or just it in primary? It was just a primary for four weeks. Four weeks. Okay. Then uh, did you bottle straight from there? Did you keg it and then bottle? Bottled it. Bottled it. Okay. Yep. And it was just uh, American ale yeast. Awesome. Very so. cool. Very cool. Uh, I mean, is is there anything else you wanted to say about the beer, no, or is, not, is that about it? Not a whole. Lot. Does anybody have any questions about this cream ale that he won with? <laughs> anybody? Anybody? Nope. Miles, do you have a question? Yeah. yeah. Carlos, turn on that microphone. Do you plan on brewing it again? Yes, I do. Good. Are you going to be entering it in again next year? Maybe I will, yes. I certainly hope to see you again. Are, are there bottles here that people can try, or are they all gone? No, I just entered into the... Oh, ju- just into the yeah. judging? Just, okay. okay, cool. Right. All right, very cool. Well, thank you. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Jay. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's now time to announce the winner of Category C, which is Belgians. And the winner is... Ryan Wilhelmy. Hey, round of applause here. Ryan, you win a $25 gift certificate to Divine Liquors. Go get your homebrew supplies there, man. It's important. All right, well, if you want to do an interview, we can do that quick. Or All right, sounds good. We'll do an interview. All right. I think so. All right, cool. All right, so I'm here with Ryan. Uh, if you guys have any questions while we're talking about this, feel free to come up to the mic and ask him. All right, so Ryan, what kind of beer did you brew here? I did a Belgium Saison. All right, uh, did was that here for everyone to taste? or? Um, no, unfortunately, my roommates drank it all. Well, that's the sign of a good beer, right? Yeah. Or just terrible roommates? A little of each. <laughs> all right, so what can you tell us about this beer? Well, I did a 10-gallon uh, original recipe all grain. Very cool. Um, double pitched two different primaries uh, with two different yeasts. Awesome. Uh, what, what were the yeasts that you used? I couldn't even recall right you now. You can't even I, recall. I, all right. I could. I didn't bring my notes. No. All right. Uh, do you, Do you know like what what your base grains and stuff were for the two different batches? Yeah, but I'm kind of secretive about my brewing. Oh, oh he's he's one of those. I am one of them. <laughs> all right. Well, can can you tell us a bit about your process or your fermentation, like? Well, it said it only said in primary a week because I double pitched yeast in either primary, Scale and then I let it sit for uh, three weeks in secondary, which actually made it finish at double O two. Okay. So it's probably around like seven point two, seven point five percent. Very like nice. ABV, very nice. You know. Uh, do you, do you do controlled fermentation or just ambient temperature? Just ambient temperature. Okay. Very cool. I do uh, say songs because I don't have AC. That, so it's perfect. A lot, it's a lot easier to ferment beer than when you do say songs. Yep. Perfect. Saison is the best beer for, like, you know, Three months of the year, that's all I brew. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. 
All right. Uh, yeah, Miles. Kurt, make sure he's on. So since you don't want to give your recipe now, if you win people's choice, will you be willing to give it up then? Um, yeah, I would. Uh, I would bring it in. <laughs> Except then. he can't win people's choice because he didn't bring any beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's ne right. Next year, I definitely will. <laughs> Just terrible. No, Just see, terrible. what you need to do is uh, bring it back next year then, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're going to bring it back next year? Next year, I'm going to brew it again, I but I'm going to try to fine-tune it a little better. All right. I hope so. Hopefully, you'll have better roommates then, too. Yeah, that artist hide it, you know. Did, did you add any spices or anything to it, or was no. it just a straight saison? All right, straight awesome. saison. Very cool. This one was actually uh, the more floral. I used Zaz in this okay. one, and not I didn't pitch Zaz in the other. All right, very cool. So then, then you just blended the two, right? Well, no, no. I uh, both oh. I did it separate. Then I cake both, tasted both, and picked the winner. Okay, very cool, very cool. Well, thanks for coming on, Ryan. Oh yeah, congratulations. Oh, oh wait, 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 we got another question. All right, we got, we got a we crazy go. woman coming. Turn me up a little bit. Um, the people that drank your beer, were there you were those your people choice or I am sorry, what was that? The people that drank all your beer, were they your people's choice? So did you choose the people who drank your beer? I think is oh, what yeah, she's asking. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well in two weeks we went through twenty five gallons that, that So those oh, were wow. your people, right? Okay. It, it, was, it was a heavy people month. That's a success. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of people. All right, thank, oh, th you. thank you. Hello. Hello. It's time for more winners again. Yay. Yay. All right, so we have the winner for the lager category. We ended up combining the light and dark lagers into one category. Yes, we only had uh, three entries for one, one for the other. So that is I, D and E, right? Categories D and E are being combined. I apologize if anyone feels cheated, but I, I hope that's not the case. This is yep. all in good fun. This is all in good spirits. All right, so the winner for... Loggers is, is uh, light and oh. dark loggers combined. Are we ready? Can, can I announce it now? Yeah, go ahead. You guys go ready? Ahead. All right. I don't think there's enough suspense yet. No. Do, do <laughs> All right. Need a drum roll. Uh, uh, drum roll, please. And our winner is Mike Robinson do with D2. We have a Mike Robinson in the house. Mike Robinson, come on up. Come on up. Uh, D2. All right, congratulations for winning uh, the lager category. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you get a $25 gift certificate to Divine. Go and buy homebrew supplies, gosh darn it. Go do that. Uh, would, would you like to do an interview, or are you good? You're good? All right. You're good. All right. What All right one, one question, one question. Was your beer available for everyone to taste here today? No, I didn't bring extra. All right, all right. All right, no problem. All right, so we're just going to do uh, some homebrew questions here with uh, Miles. We're just going to talk about homebrew. If you guys have any questions, please come up to the mic and ask them. We will answer them to the best of our ability. This is your chance to pry the brains of divine liquors and their brewing knowledge. So please. Yes, it's it's super vast brewing knowledge. All right, Miles. I guess let's. What what beers did you bring today? I ended up bringing a saison, an IPA, and. I think my stout was consumed before it made it back here. Understandable. That was delicious. <laughs> I mean, I was not part of consuming that stout. Uh, however, there's one of your episodes on Department of Offense that you can hear the review on. <laughs> yes, you can. All right. So for those of the people out there who don't know, what is a Saison exactly? A Saison is a Belgian-style beer. It's fairly light, often attributed directly with fruit. It has light, sour, light, tartness uh, flavors going with it, most of it coming from the yeast. 
Okay, uh, and the Saison that you brought, uh, is there anything special about it? Anything different than a normal Saison? There is. The Saison that I brought was made with Caracara orange zest. Caracara. All right, what's the difference between a Caracara orange and a regular orange? Caracara orange is like half lemon. That's weird. It, it is. We wanted to originally go with a very specific kind of lemon. Uh, they didn't have it, so we went with uh, an orange-lemon kind of combo. An orange-lemon kind of. All right. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. All right. Uh, what kind of yeast did you use with your Saison? Uh, I believe it was just a straight Belgian Saison yeast. Okay. And we fermented right around 80 degrees for 80 degrees. about what, Was weeks. it controlled or was it just ambient? Uh, it was relatively controlled. Quote unquote. We so you stuck it in a room that was about 80 degrees? No, we stuck it in a room that was about room temperature. We wrapped a couple of blankets and coats and sweaters around it. <laughs> ghetto brew at its best, guys. Absolutely. Ghetto brew at its best. I'm best at ghetto brewing. <laughs> you have any right. questions about it? Come ask me later. Right? Yeah, if you have any questions about Miles' Saison, please come up to the mic. Or any questions just in general about home brewing or the competition as it stands right now. Bueller. Uh, Bueller. We have a question coming. Hey, up. we have a question. All Yay. right. Oh, turn that turn that microphone on, Carlos. I do. I live uh, right down by Moody's car dealership. Oh. I think the population increases by about fifty percent every time the uh, school goes into session. So do you think pretty soon people have a, a, a pallet for good beer? That is definitely one of the legitimate goals of Divine Liquors. We are trying to get this craft beer thing out to the public. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you for the questions. Sorry about the mic. I'm new at this or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Words so are hard. Let's, let's talk about your IPA. Sure. Give another IPA here. All right. I guess the question that's on everybody's mind is what kind of hops did you use in this IPA? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. What? What? <laughs> uh, I am part of a duo. My my buddy Eric is the one who comes up with all the recipes. I'm the one who makes the equipment to be able to make his recipes happen. I feel like that's cheating. It, it It's called a, a partnership. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to have a partnership once. It didn't work out so well. <laughs> <laughs> is, all right. is, is that why you walked away with the trophy last year? Exactly. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so do you, do you know your your process guy then in this, right? Yes, I am process guy. All right, so... What, what kind of mash temps are you looking at with your uh, IPA? With the mash temps, we are definitely looking at a, um, a drier mash temp. Uh, All right, is that lower or higher? That is lower. Okay. So we're looking, uh, I believe, like 147, 148 is right around where we hit. Very nice, very nice. And were, were you holding that? Uh, yes, with the equipment I made, we're able to hold that within to about a degree and a half. You're using our circulating mash system, We right? are. It is called a Herms for those who actually know what that means. You, If you don't... Please feel free to come ask me later. Or we can just go into 10-minute tirade on it if somebody comes up to the mic. We'll have a we'll have a, a podcast about it later. We will. You'll have to make people listen we, to the show. We will definitely make people listen to it. I have to force them. It's like, listen to this. <laughs> Fair right. enough. Uh, so what, what kind of uh, fermentation temperatures were you looking at with that? Uh, fermentation, uh, right around 81, 82, I believe, is what we were able to steadily hold it at. Oh, very cool. Very we, cool. we were hoping for about... That's, that's a little high for an IPA, though, isn't it? You usually oh, want that to be around like sorry, the 65, no, 70 no, no, range. No, you're right. That's the Saison I'm talking about. The, uh, <laughs> I was hoping so. No, uh, the, the IPA was ambient right around 71. 
That's still a little high, but did, did you pick up any esters or off flavors on that? I Just a little bit, but I'd have to say at this point, it is a little hidden with uh, some uh, bitterness alcohol ratio being off. Yeah, you can you can usually hide a bunch of stuff in IPAs if you yeah. have enough bitterness you, in them. You can. It, it takes a lot of practice to do an IPA extremely well. Yeah, but it doesn't take much to just throw one together. No, and and that's the point. Like, yeah, it you can make take, an IPA drinkable pretty easily. You can make one drinkable easily. It takes a lot to do one that people across the board are just going to love. All right, and with these beers, are you brewing extract or all grain? This is all-grain brewing. We've never done extract. You've never done extract? We have never actually done an extract batch. Well, why not? Yes! All right, well, there's a few people out in the crowd who haven't Uh done extract. It is is definitely the hard way to go to just hit the ground running with all-grain. We ended up dumping about 20 gallons of beer down the drain right away. So your first few beers were just terrible. Just not drinkable. Couldn't do it. So would you recommend starting with extract? Absolutely. That's what I pretty much tell everyone. All of your extract equipment is going to be directly applicable to all grain anyways, so you might as well start with extract, which is easier. Learn the process. Learn why you do what you're doing, and then go all grain from there. And, all right, and what is extract? Like When we say the word extract, what are we talking about? Well, in all grain, you're using exactly that, nothing but barley, um, and that involves getting sugars from barley that make your alcohol extract gives you the powders and the syrups that are going to do exactly that for you it, it's fairly fail safe okay very cool so it's it's just a nice uh, learning experience to get into the process and then uh, go from there and then you can make the best homebrew that your friends and yourself have ever drank that sounds amazing all right it is it is homebrewing is one of the most rewarding hobbies haha what what other hobbies are there where the end result is you getting drunk i mean let's be honest by distilling (laughs) (laughs) all right legal hobbies (laughs) (laughs) oh well you need to ask that first all right uh, is there anything else you want to talk about no i think we're good i think we'll get back to the party we'll get back to some music and we'll announce the next winner in a little bit all right sounds good thank you it's time for the winner of Category F. What's Category F, Carlos? I think it's... Log- no, Stouts. Stouts and Porters. Stouts and Porters. The winner for Category F is Brian McFarland. Do we have a Brian McFarland here? F3. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Congratulations, Brian McFarlane. You won a $25 gift certificate to Divine. Go buy your homebrew things there now. Right now. Don't don't even wait. Just go. All right. So I'm I'm here with uh, Greg from American Sky. And we're just going to talk about uh, the score sheets that we use today to judge all these beers. Because I know a lot of people are curious, like, what are they looking for when they score a beer? So it's it's broken down into different categories with a total of 50. So the first one with a total of 12 is the aroma. What are you looking for when you're looking at the aroma? Yeah, you bet. I think uh, I just did kind of a preference here on how we judge. You know, we're professional brewers, so we judge it more based on market than we would on specificity to the style of beer. Now, both those come hand in hand, but you'll find the way we judge versus the BJCP judge, um, we judge more that we think a consumer would perceive your beer as. So some of the comments in, uh, in, the, in the score sheet will reference that. Uh, versus the very clear style of, of, of the beer. Um, 
But when you look at aroma, so um, if I look at like the pale ale, the India pale ale, the, the kind of the, the big thing that you're looking for there is one, you have a good bitterness to sweetness ratio, minus the uh, sheets going everywhere. Um, and then you got good aroma. So aroma is real critical um, in a pale ale or India pale ale um, because it, g- it gives you that, that, that other frame of reference for your beer. Um, I did find a lot of the ones that were entered uh, really, really did not have the aroma that I was looking for in the, in the pale ale, the India pale ale. Um, and the reason for that was is people didn't really dry hop their beer. They tried to get a lot of bitterness in the beer, but we're looking for the bitterness combined with the aroma that really balances out the beer. Um, anybody can make a very hoppy beer, um, but they can really struggle with balancing the aroma and the sweetness with the bitterness. So um, that's really what we're looking for. All right, Miles, you had a question? Uh, you said dry hopping helps with aroma. Are there any other strategies that you can use to increase your aromatics? Yeah, there's there there, there are many, um, and you'll find that a lot of a lot of brewers, including us, will use hops at the end of the boil. Um, hops at the end of the boil will give you more aromatics. So, um, as you know, there's aroma hops and there's bittering hops, and there's the combination of the two. Um, a lot of the American hops today will become more. They, they actually are a mix between aromatic and, um, and bitterness. So um, using them towards the end of the boil, last 5, 10 minutes, or at flame out, uh, we'll get what you need out of them. So very cool. Yeah, go ahead. What is BJCP? It's Beer Judge Certification Program. So it's a program for home brewers or brewers that want to enter into having a certification for judging beer. So it's going through that critical test and knowledge. Um, where us professional brewers will go through a brewing school, um, we'll end up learning the flavors of it, um, but we get more detailed on the chemistry end of it and some of the esters and the profiles associated with such. So, you bet. All right, do we have any other questions from the audience on that? All right. I guess let's go on to uh, appearance, which is three out of three. Or, well, it's, it's a three-point thing there. Uh, so what are you looking for with the appearance? Yeah, appearance. So um, appearance is probably the lowest scored category, although we all perceive beer by the way it looks sometimes. Um, so appearance is really two things. One, how clear is the beer, depending upon the style. Um, and two, what does the head of the beer look like? So the head of the beer can have many different forms, but what I noticed just in this competition was some of the beers that have a nice head on the beer, maybe you know even a quarter inch or half inch thick, um, but they would dissipate very, very quickly. Um, so some people that use like carapils, I think one of the winners use carapils in their beer. Um, that will tend to get that real thick head and leave that kind of hang around for a little bit longer. Um, that's what we're looking for in appearance. Um, okay. Out of three, doesn't impact it as much as the overall score, um, but it is critical to the overall essence of the beer. Any questions on that? All right, looks like we're moving on to... Uh, oh, all right. I have a question. Fire away. Specifically, what complex makes Carapils have that retention quality? Like, is it one of the sugars in there, or is it something else? <laughs> Stump the brewer, all right. <laughs> Stump the brewer. Um, you're looking for a loaded question. Um, so there's there's a lot of chemistry behind Carapils and, and what it does to the beer. Um, you know, having the, the head retention... Uh, there's many ways to achieve that. One is through carapils, others is through temperature in the mash. Um, but uh, specifically, I don't I don't know the exact chemistry of carapils, so you know if you want to answer that, you can and inform everybody. But <laughs> uh, does it have anything to do with the protein content? It can, yeah. So like if you look at wheats, um, wheats would have a high protein content. Um, some of the pills and bases will have a high protein content as well. All right, any other questions on appearance? All right, uh, let's move on to flavor, which is the biggie. That is uh, 20 points out of the possible 50. 
Yeah, flavors kind of judge in a couple different ways. So they judge us based on flavors about out of 20, um, and that's a majority of the score in the commercial market. If you're looking at a BJCP, flavor is not as big of a, mar- a piece to the score. Um, but flavor is really kind of a broad range. So if you look at some of the India Pale Ales, it's around, again, that balance of robustness, of bitterness to sweetness, and doesn't have a pack, um, doesn't have an impact on the overall beer style. Um, Saison's example would have a sour kind of style and flavor to the beer. Um, so those those in combination are very generative of the style. But is it good, easy drinking, good, flavorful beer? Um, that's what you're looking for. It's a little tough. I mean, we're going to move on to mouthfeel next. But when you combine flavor and mouthfeel, they kind of trade off each other. Um, and being able to mouthfeel like a, a big body beer, you're going to want to have a lot of flavor, but you're going to have a big body with that beer. Um, having a low-bodied beer um, and a big mouthful as far as flavor doesn't go in combination with each other, so they're all synced together. So when you're tasting a beer, would you find more importance in flavor of malt or flavor of hops? <laughs> It depends upon the style. So in an India Pale Ale versus a Pale Ale, well, definitely you're looking for um, a Roman flavor of the style, the sea hop, um, versus if you're looking at a Belgian, you're looking for the sugar and some of that more sour kind of acidic esters of the flavor. Um, and that, it really is style dependent. And if you rate them all the same, you're going to end up with this kind of all over the place. So you, you have to rate beers in sequence with each other. So if you look at the different categories we broke up here, is we, we did test them all at the same time. So we got that good flavor base between all the different beer styles. Very cool. All right. Uh, yeah, and then we're moving on to mouthfeel. So what is mouthfeel? Mouthfeel. So the best way to explain mouthfeel is, is it watery or is it not watery? Um, you could carbonate the heck out of a beer that's very watery, but and that comes a lot from the mash tun um, in a sense of the where you're brewing the beer. So um, a watery beer will have too much water for the amount of sugar in the beer. Um, and it also will be probably either mashed at too high of a temperature or too low of a temperature. So the mash temperature for us all-grain brewers um, matters a lot with the way the mouthfeel of the beer is. Okay. Uh, does anybody have any questions on that? No? All right. And that, that's uh, five points on the mouthfeel, guys. All right. And then the overall impression, What like is that just looking at the beer overall? That's, or? that's the free category. So that's if we <laughs> like the beer, you get a good point. If we don't like the beer, you don't get a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so. So that's, that's, all right. Go ahead, Miles. So in, in that last overall impression, do you yep. do you judge on whether or not you personally like that one beer or if you think the overall impression matches the style that it's trying to go for? It's it's a little bit of both. So it's matching the overall style, but it's also complementary to what you like. So, I mean, if, if you generally don't like a style, you're going to have a very difficult time judging the overall impression of that beer. So, all right. Okay, testing your own palate uh-huh. as judges. Is there is there a is there a objective you know formula for there that? Are, there are objective I mean there's some stuff out of Siebel that we use which has different flaws. So when you're really trying to hone your skills on flaws, um, you can you can pick up there there you know if you're looking for diacetyl or DMS or any of those you know vegetal or, or things like that. There are very there are things that we get that we can get those flavors out of. Um, but as far as judging. If you make a beer, like for us commercially, we make a beer over and over again, we could tell the small nuances from batch to batch. Um, and you become very honed into what that beer tastes like, and you could tell the little... Exactly. Um, as far as in a, in a homebrew type style, you can get there. You're picking up flaws, but you can't pick up those little nuances if you would have went 10 degrees lighter or 5 degrees lighter on the mash versus not. You're not going to get that subtlety. You kind of can, but not as much as you can on the commercial side. 
So what you're saying is that there is a list of things that you can taste that tell you whether or not it belongs in a beer and if it makes it good or not. Exactly. And you'll see in the, some of the folks that were judged here on the left, I marked a few of them. There's some descriptors here. There's about 12 of them from acetaldehyde, al high alcohol, to, you know, sulfur, yeasty. Um, and those are different flavors you're looking for. They're high-level flavors that you're trying to pick up. Um, so any of that that was judged, if you had something in there, we picked it up. Um, we put it in here. The biggest thing I'll note on extract brewers or brewers probably in this contest, um, a lot of folks, you know, ended up with a lot of uh, diacetyl in their beer. And I'm not sure exactly what that comes from. Um, I, I know what it comes from, but I'm not sure why it was so prevalent in, in this competition. But it was fairly prevalent in quite a few of the beers in the competition. So. All right. Well, thank you for explaining these score sheets to you us. It was, it was a lot of fun. All right. And thank you. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Attention, everyone. It is time to announce the winner for the final category, which is G, which is uh, specialty and sour beers. And the winner is Dustin Dodge, G3. Do we have a Dustin Dodge here? Dustin? No, we don't. All right. Well, <laughs> wow, a lot of people who just didn't show up, John. I don't know what to do about this. Well, Dustin, you won a $25 gift certificate to Divine Liquors to buy more homebrew supplies. And we, st we still do have the People's Choice to announce. Uh, the, the deadline to get your ballots in for People's Choice is 5 p.m., one hour from now. We'll do an announcement at 10-2, just so everyone has a chance to get them in. Hey, everyone. My, my mic is on. Uh, we're going to do a quick interview with uh, John and Kristen over here. I knew that. I'm just, <laughs> it's been a long day. I know. I I'm know. so sorry. <laughs> wow. It's been a long day. It's been a great day, guys. Thank yes, you so much. It has. Hey, yo, let's get out of the way. Everyone give a round of applause to these guys for throwing this for us. <laughs> so it's the second year. What do you guys think so far? Going pretty good? I'm really happy with the turnout. A lot, lot of the, the beer's been stepped up from last year for sure. Competition's getting uh, pretty serious. Way too serious for me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. We got to see a lot of new faces, a lot of faces from last year, so it's wonderful. Yeah, I, again, thank you. Uh, I, so how, how's the store doing? You guys doing pretty good? or? Yeah, the homebrew part of the store is definitely picking up. Uh, people find out that we're fin finally find out we're there. And then we have the homebrew is actually, you know, we see a lot of people coming in and picking up ingredients and kits and hardware and all that. So Well, you know, you hide that information with that sign by the road, so I don't yeah. know if everyone sees it. We try to keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Very sneaky. So, you guys had a kid this past year. How's that going? Wonderful. Her name is uh, Mia Bella. Uh, she's nine months, and she's doing great. She said Dada first, of course. So. Oh, <laughs> But uh, just recently, say? she said mama, so that's exciting. Um, but she's doing <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Very cool, very cool. So, John, did you submit any beers this year? I did not. Uh, I think next year I will. Yeah? Why didn't uh, you do it this year? Uh, just time. You know, I, time. I really, really wanted to this year, and I uh, got into a time crunch just before. There's a lot of events that happened before River Falls Days uh, that really start ramping up for River Falls Days, and yeah. I didn't have the time. I tried so hard, but I just couldn't do it. Very cool. Um, I guess Miles has the mic going out into the crowd. If anybody has any questions for these guys, step on up. Ask away. 
<laughs> no, okay, not at the moment. Carlos, turn that microphone on. Now it's on. Not at the moment. <laughs> wow, our sound guy's terrible. Who hired this guy? I believe that was you. Hey, Carlos, I'm also happy to announce this year that Carlos did not cut his finger off. That's right. Carlos missed most of the homebrew competition last year because he was bleeding profusely. <laughs> he did, in fact, cut his finger horribly off the very first beer opened. We got a question here. We got a there question. was a chunk of right. skin hanging off the bottle. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it was gross. All right, John and Kristen. What's your favorite beer? Uh, of today? Oh. In general. Uh, I'm a big stout guy. I love anything barrel-aged. I like stouts, uh, barley wines. Uh, I like IPAs, but I don't like... I like a balanced beer, and I like a really malty beer. So... Or Kyle. Uh, what about you, Kristen? Um, I like a lot of the new Glarus beers. I like Moon Man and Spotted Cow, so I'm a big fan of new Glarus. Yep. Very cool. Oh, well, all right. I will keep going then. I'll just keep talking <laughs> yeah. and talking and talking and talking. Uh, going along the same vein, I mean, is, is there any beer that you've tried that you're just like, no, I'm never having this again? As far as uh, professionally brewed or homebrew? Uh, let's go professionally brewed. All right. There's uh, two answers there. One is for the homebrew. I brewed a beer once that I will never, <laughs> I what will was never it? drink. It was, a, it was supposed to be a barrel-aged stout. They got like a wild yeast got in there, <laughs> so it became like a sour yeah. on its own somehow. So I tried to add cherry to it, and for like two days it tasted good. And then the bottles actually started exploding the glass did from <laughs> it being infected. And we had to throw them away because they were exploding in the basement. Oh, wow. Not but, good. Uh, beers that I won't uh, drink that I've had in the past. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I really appreciate most beers for what they're trying to do. And every style, even though it's not my favorite, I try yeah. to think about what the brewer had to do to consistently brew that beer. Awesome. But I'll take that back. One time, Miles and his friend uh, Eric and I went to the Point Brewery, and they had their whole Hog Series beer. It was disgusting. <laughs> what kind of beer was it? It was the whole hog. Well, Miles, you want to weigh on this? <laughs> It was an IPA that had, I believe, uh, six different hops, was it? And why six different hops, Miles? Because five was not enough. <laughs> and it was gross. It was so bad. It was a very bad beer. Kristen, has there been any beers that you've had that you're just like, oh, no, never again, please, dear God, keep it away? Uh, I don't think there has been. I'm not as adventurous as John in the beer tasting. I try to do a little bit, but um, there hasn't been one that I haven't really liked yet. So, Good deal. Thank you. That, that, that's fantastic. It's always good to like all the beer, right? Yeah. What about two years in a row? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this is, uh, well we, I, I thought we covered that. Yeah. I thought we did. Were you not listening, Miles? Miles was absent earlier when we discussed. <laughs> when we discussed, year. this is the second year. We, so, are, are are we planning on doing a third year? Oh yeah, we'll do this. Uh, as far as we, you know, as far as I can tell, every Sunday of River Falls days, we'll continue to do this, and hopefully it'll grow. If everyone here tells their friends and everything, you know, next year maybe it'll be bigger and bigger until awesome. We have one heck of an event going. Hopefully, we'll see. I I just want to say I thought you did a great job this year. Um, I know it's the second you. year. And hopefully we'll grow and uh, make it a, a tradition. So um, I thought you guys did a fabulous job. It, it's, it's awesome. It really is. Well, right on. Thank you very much. Thank we you. appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. 
we definitely are trying to have some this you know for the town as well as you know for our store to have an event but this is a uh, river falls day is a sunday really fills in the cracks for some of the events this weekend there's opening here and i think this could be something Thank you. Really think you're cool. Really think this is fun. Want to do it again? <laughs> no, seriously. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm right on. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Questions, comments. You just want to right. say statements. That'll be fine too. <laughs> Us fill air, guys. I yeah. Love lamp. yeah. There we go. Hey, this gentleman I back love here lamp. loves lamp. Do you really love lamp, or are you just saying that you love lamp? <laughs> and you do love lamp. I don't think that's love. All right. So, so I, oh. what do you think you might change between next year and this year? Can I answer this? Yeah. Um, I think what we're going to do next year is have the beers separated in maybe different parts of the tent so everybody can. Um, by category? or? Yeah, by category. So people can kind of go and try different uh beers by category and then have the category posted so everybody knows which category they're trying. Yeah, that so. way they can know what they're, what they're <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Yep. And also, on that note, anybody who has any feedback of what we could improve, we're definitely all ears. There's... Yes. I, I just, I think the People's Choice Award is a cool idea, okay? Um, but there's so many different categories. It'd be cool if American Sky goes, we'll take the winner in each category. And we'll let them brew 15 or 20 or whatever of their beer. Take it to juniors. And then, like you said before, let uh, all the proceeds go to the American Legion or whoever. Yeah. Because a lot of times there's beers that maybe we haven't seen or tasted because they're gone already. And, um, you know, a lot of times it's, I had this and I'll wait and now it's gone and I don't know what it was. So um, just, a, just an idea to give some more people an opportunity to be able to brew some of their beers. I think it's a cool idea. Right on, sure. yeah. Yeah. Yep, thank you. I just think you guys should have like a hot dog stand or something because Little Caesars is making a killing. Right? Get a food truck yeah, or something? You know, this year we were going to, uh, the, the Legion was uh, going to do pulled pork, but they were not able to have some of the gentlemen who were going to be able to be available for that. But next year we will have the Legion supp- supplying some of their food, and they do make awesome food, so that'll really, yeah. really be awesome. Yeah, because Little Caesars. And thanks for Little Caesars, though. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I think that might be it, unless you had anything you guys wanted to say. Uh, I just want to thank everybody again. This is an awesome event, and thank you for your support, and uh, let's keep it going next year. This is we great. S- we still have plenty of time left, too, so yeah, keep having a good time. Yeah, uh, just a heads up, the ballot box for People's Choice closes in 25 minutes. So if you haven't gotten it in, get it in now. That thing's full. This thing is heavy, guys. <laughs> this thing is full of ballots. Holy smokes. Um, all right, cool. All right, well, thank you again for coming thank on. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for having us. And thanks for the uh, Blind Ninja Studio for doing such an awesome job with the MC. Thank you. Hey, guys. How's it going? We finally have some totals. <laughs> finally. These guys need an abacus or something. Jeez. All right, uh, first thing, I, I just one final thanks to the Legion and to American Sky for, you know, helping Divine put this on. And All right, I think I'll hand it over to John to give you the results. All right. All right, this is pretty exciting. Uh, this year we had 76 ballots entered, which compared to last year, that's remarkable. So this is hopefully something that will grow every year. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Once again, thanks to the Legion Post 121. All the proceeds from today will go to them. 
and American Sky approached us this year with uh, you know offer to let the the winner of this contest go and brew at their uh, facility. We'll take that keg down to Juniors, and that'll be served on tap. All the proceeds from that keg will also be brought down to the the post here and help out the, the great guys here at uh, the American Legion. All right, this was uh, a lot of counting. <laughs> we, we have uh, one grand prize winner, so there's just one prize to, to receive here. But we do have uh, the second and third for people who are curious with the, the number of the votes they have. So I'll start from the third, and not to be a teaser, you don't win anything, sorry, but this, just to let you know. Uh, third was uh, A1, Ryan Babbler with 36 votes. He won earlier with the, uh, the Pale Ale. Uh, so thanks, uh, Ryan, for showing up with a uh, great beer for us all to enjoy. Uh, second place was actually a tie this year. Thank God it was second place and not first place. <laughs> with G1, uh, which I believe is Steve Liska. Yeah. And Casey Velastine. The winner from last year. Yes, the mightiest fall last year. He took number one this year. He's number two. Next year, maybe you guys can pound him down to number three or four. You know? Little by little. No, oh, that was uh, with B13. So the, this year's uh, winner, the grand prize, Divine Liquor's second annual grand prize. Uh, winner, the winner of the American Sky uh, Fantasy Brew. Ooh. Is A8 with 56 votes, Matt Kanaga. Which is awesome. Which is awesome because when he brought his beer in too late to be judged, the, uh, Greg from American Sky actually said that his beer was a really good uh, IPA and stood out from the rest with good head retention. And earlier when they were talking about the Pilsen malt or whatever, that was his uh, beer he was talking about. Congratulations, Thank you. Thank it's, you. The, it's, the, it's the trophy. Yeah. And bragging rights for only one year. Yeah. yeah. They run out quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It seems like a lot of them. Anyways, thanks, guys. We, we, we're here till 6 o'clock, so go ahead and drink as much beer as you like. There's more beer we brought over in that white cooler there that we should kill because I can't drink at all. Uh, you know, so knock yourself out. And thanks once again for coming out this year. Thank you very much.